Welcome to American Pale Males, your nerdy beer tasting podcast. As always, I'm your super laid back and chill host, Jeremy. And with me as always is the uptight, <laughs> uh, trifling, I think, I don't know. It's me, it's Michael. Oh, hey. Oh, yeah, it's you. Jeremy, today I'm happier than Trent Reznor. Like Trent Reznor now or Trent Reznor circa like 96? Trent Reznor now. He's pretty happy these days. Well, yeah, he has a number one hit song. I don't like where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know that Old Town Road song. I, I actually heard that for the first time on Friday. Yeah. It's not It's not good. Well, you know, no, I think it has certain merits, but I, I agree it's not really good. But it uses a uh, Nine Inch Nails sample. It, it does? Yes. I, I wasn't listening. I was actively trying. It was in a bar. <laughs> uh, I was out with people. So that's why Trent Reznor is happy. I suppose so, but what song does it sample? I honestly didn't know this. Samples a little instrumental off of the Ghost series. Oh, that's why that's why I didn't recognize it right away. Right. That's, you know. That was good though. Were you were you with at the Lollapalooza where they played? It was like he had blown his voice out and he couldn't really sing and they did like a bunch of ghosts on a uh, like marimba upright bass, like a four-piece quartet. Wow. No, I did not see Nine Inch Nails, so... I, 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 I thought you were there a different time, but I could remember. Yeah. As I, as I age, I find all of these things tend to blur together. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Quite a bit. Yeah. Especially when you're like, when you start seeing bands multiple times. But that show is amazing. Speaking of amazing performances, <laughs> though, have you had any amazing beers? I don't know if I've had any amazing beers, but I have had some very good ones. Um, okay. I can't remember if we had it when we did the blowout there, but had a reunion Hefeweizen. I think it's been established oh. that I'm not the world's biggest fan of Hefe's. Right. But they are growing on me, and I don't know if it's just the ingredients or what's going on, but it really hit the spot. Hmm. It's very refreshing, very crisp. The yeast was strong but not overpowering. I I really dug it. And then on Sunday, I got... Firestone Walker's Mind Haze IPA. Oh, so this is their hazy. It is one of their hazies. I think they okay. have a few of them. This one actually has just a touch of bitterness to it. Okay. Which is kind of refreshing. And now that I think about it, I feel like that's going to be the next thing is like a bitter, hazy IPA. I, I realize that that sounds kind of stupid, mm-hmm. but hear me out. So you have the, the hazy IPAs kind of a uh, a rebuttal to the super bitter like west coast hot bombs right Mm -hmm, yeah i mean mean, in name and in flavor style whatever you want to call it yeah new england yeah i wonder if a uh, a midwestern ipa is going to be a mix of the two because there is there's merits to both of them and like i don't know if i'm just kind of projecting this onto the beer because I want it to be true, but it does feel like this is just a tinge bitter. But it still has the mouthfeel and the brightness mm-hmm. of a New England IPA. And okay. Yeah, I like this one quite a bit. Mm, okay. So it ranks up there with your cadre of hazies that you've had recent months. Well, I, I mean, like I said, I thought that I was done with them, but just when I get out, they pull me back right. in, man. That's right. Yeah. Ugh. What about you, Michael? Have you had any beer brags? Well, I don't have beer brag for you, but I have the American Pale Mail Mail Pail. That'll do. couple notes here. Remember when we brought up uh, the question of 
an eye opener if you work the late shift. <laughs> I do. Yes. Confirmed from Steve. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> tweeted us saying it's almost time for my eye opener. This was like at eight thirty in the morning, of course. When On he's... like a Thursday or something like right. that. Right. When he's getting back from work, so I guess it's it's legit. Mm-hmm. It's as after his working day, and he's gonna do a few things before bed, and then call it a night slash day. But one thing that was funny, he noted that he keeps getting these untapped uh, <laughs> drinking badges for drinking before like 10 a.m. or something I like that. I believe that's the case, yes. Which is, I guess that's not a good thing. Maybe it's a novelty, but it seems like if you were having real eye openers, that'd be kind of like an encouraging that. thing. <laughs> like, keep drinking. You're doing good and getting rewarded for it. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I think in order to be an eye opener... It's got to be like before you go about your day. So right, I, don't, yeah, I yeah. don't think it technically counts for Steve. Oh, no, I'm not saying for Steve at all. I'm saying for like a person who needs eye openers and they're logging their untapped. And oh, Although yeah. if you're probably having eye openers, you probably don't care about untapped. But then that always happens that, you know, when you go out tailgating. Though. Right. And I think that's the intent behind it. But I just, mm-hmm. yeah, find it. Or just booze cruising. Or- <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and then Mike responded to our most recent episode. Uh, he did. We, I think we enticed him into saying into brewing again. We were asking him about that. And he said, yes, I would indeed like to brew again. I actually had another mix-em-up idea for a beer, kind of like he how he wanted the Cascadian IPA with oh, oh Belgian yeast or whatever <laughs> it was. Was it the, like... Chocolatey black Belgian IPA. Yes, that's it. Or something like that. And now he says, but I feel this has potential to actually make sense. His new idea, that is. Mm -hmm. A Belgian hazy IPA. Thoughts? Jeremy, it's almost kind of what you were talking about. Well, maybe kind of adjacent to that. You know, a a twist on the hazy IPA this time. Mm -hmm. I guess it would be the yeast that you change up, right? Correct. Yeah. So the only problem I have with this is that hazy IPAs are hard to make. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Lots of dry hops. I think it's the whirlpool fact that makes it uh, hazy, but I'm oh, not sure. The actual haziness, yeah. yeah. They require a deft touch. They do, and I don't really have a deft touch when it comes to these things. Right. I can do a Belgian IPA, and I can try to make it hazy. Like, we've attempted to make a hazy IPA. It just didn't really... It was fine. It just looked like sewage. <laughs> then he also, a uh, footnote to the tweet is, also remember Belgian IPAs slash Bedlam, which is a, mm-hmm. a Belgian IPA from Ale Asylum. That was a good beer. Yeah. And I think they still make it. Um, I'm pretty sure they do. I feel like Steve uh, has a stash of that. I, I feel like he may have a stash of that, but I could be wrong. Yeah. The Belgian IPA was like, what, it was like 2011 or something. That was a big craze or, you know, the IPA crazes are cyclical i guess although that means they come back they're periodic they last for a while then the next big thing comes up next ipa craze belgian was sunsetted a few years back but they're still around steve and i had that one from three floyds mm-hmm. zombie dust no it was named after a guy robert the bruce no it was like some brewer who died or something oh yeah yeah i saw that one there yeah, that wasn't too bad. But hmm. it, they've, you know, when you think of something as simple as, oh, let's change up the yeast in the IPA. Now it's, let's add amylase and make uh-huh. it clear and real fizzy and do all these weird things to it. Hmm. We're through the looking glass is what I'm saying. 
Jeremy, I hear we need to relitigate. We need to relitigate. Speaking of litigation. Right, exactly. <laughs> well done. Council of the Great White North recently texted me and asked uh, if we ever decided what the ideal lawnmower beer was going to be from last year. Because I believe we had a couple weeks long hashing out of the subject. Yeah. But I don't believe we ever actually settled on one. No, we just kicked the can around a little bit. So... He is in the Great White North in Alaska, and he's just now mowed the lawn. <laughs> he wanted to know if uh, we actually had an ideal. So, Michael. I don't have a specific. Well, I guess I do have a specific, but I've never had it before. <laughs> Cause, um, and I think this was mentioned by some satellites of the show. Maybe those who don't aren't enemies, but aren't friends. <laughs> um, there's a brewery in Texas, I believe, called St. Arnold. And they have a beer, I think it's just called Lawnmower. And that's a Kolsch style. And uh can't imagine anything more built for a lawnmower beer than that. Well, and my other suggestion was old style. That's fair. So checking on Council of the Great White North's untapped account, mm-hmm. he uh, he's recently become a father. And he's been using King of the Hill for a lot of parenting tips. <laughs> and... For a picture, he uploaded a picture of Hank Hill seeding his lawn, saying, why would anyone do drugs when they can just mow a lawn? And he used Kenai River Brewing Company's Honeymoon Hefe as his lawnmower beer. Oh. It is a true marriage between German and American styles, light and refreshingly made with 45% wheat malt, then cleanly fermented to yield a crisp, almost Pilsner-like beer that is refreshing, somewhat fruity, and ideal for a summer's afternoon. You know, if it's pure Heffa, I don't know if it would be ideal, but it sounds like they've kind of taken a little from Pilsner, taken a little from Heffa. Kind of hedged that... it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy, I had an idea, though. Yes, Michael. To determine this, we could issue at the end of this summer or Jabroni summer or whatever. When is the end of Jabroni summer? Um, Labor Day. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. onward. The Lawnmower Man Awards. I like it. And we would issue a lawnmower beer of the summer. We could either just look at the beers we FDR'd, or we uh-huh. could maybe throw in beer brags too, or okay. do, do one of each, one for beer brags, one for uh, beers we FDR'd. Now, obviously, that's a very limited pool, and we, we'd just be, you know, maybe if we had IPAs all summer, mm-hmm. it would be an IPA, it would be a lawnmower beer of the year. But we can at least say we've tried them and can you know, say this is the best that we've had of the summer that would be good for a nice refreshment after rigorously mowing the lawn. Okay, I like where your head's at. Uh, like, I'm not going to uh, tell tales out of school, but the upcoming season that we're going to embark upon, I think, next week. Yeah, there's lots of potential there. There, I, I tried to go... I spread a wide net, Michael. Yes. I, I went summery. I tried to go summery, and we'll go yeah. from there. Yes. So whoever wins at the end of summer, which is unfortunate because then you'll have to remember it for next year, but whoever wins gets the statuette of <laughs> Pierce Brosnan because he was in that movie, right? He was in a lawnmower, man. Yes. Wait, and, was he? I think so. I only remember the actual lawnmower man book where the dude is just naked and mowing down grass with his... Well, yes, but here's the twist. Oh, oh, oh no. It's <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is naked and eating grass clippings. Oh, well done. Should be Jeff Fahey because I believe he was the titular lawnmower oh, man, but yeah, I'll but allow it. It's funnier if it's Pierce Brosnan. It is. It combines the best of both worlds. You really should read that book. It's a short story, right? It, it is a short. Well, you should read the short story and the book. It's in Night Shift. It's 
Delightful. So yeah, so if we remember to do that, we will. Does that sound like a good plan? Yeah, it sounds good. We've said it on, on the mic, so we have to commit now, I guess. Um, yeah. Jeremy, should we get into the FDR? Before you start this. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. This is your fault. <laughs> it kind of is. No, 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 no. no. There's no kind of It really of is. It. I didn't think about that. No, this is, this is your fault. Uh, I, I, I dropped your beers off for the swap over at Steve's earlier okay. today. Yeah. And he asked what we were doing tonight for the show, and I told him, and he was like, why? Why would you do that? <laughs> And I, I told him the reasoning why, and because your reasoning that it would be cheaper. Well, because I already had it. When, well, when yeah, I, no, 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 I got no, no. it. <laughs> well, I got it because it was uh, a deal I couldn't pass up. Okay, so it was a deal. It was not cheaper because it would be cheaper to have not bought this beer in the first place. Yeah. Yes, it was less expensive per unit because you bought two of these things. Mm-hmm. But I wash my hands of this. This is your fault. Well, here we are. And you know, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Mine <laughs> has a Best Buy date of February 25th. Oh, good lord. Um, but it doesn't matter, because today we are having, and Tomb Bombadil is probably laughing, we're having Steel Reserve Alloy Series <laughs> Hard Pineapple. Is it called Hard Pineapple? Uh, yeah, that's what it Because I, I, I have a koozie on it right now. Oh, okay. Can't see. Oh, God. Oh, what have we done? 8%. <sighs> So, Michael, I had to go back down to the super sketchy cigar store in oh, order okay. to find this. Yeah. I almost found it at Come and Go. They have, like, a the blue one that we did last time and, like, a tropical breeze version of it, which looked revolting. Yeah. Do we think that there is any of these? It could be good. It was Spiked Tropic Storm. That's the one oh, I saw. God, um, so, this is what I'm thinking. I know this is probably going to be bad. Oh, yeah. But I think it's going to be better than the blue Raz. I don't know, dude. At least. Because at least this is based on a real fruit, and that was just like, oh, there's probably no real fruit in here, obviously. Tastes, but... <laughs> it tastes like blue. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. there was no, like, allegory to connect that blue flavor to. So, Michael, here's some flavor text for you. Because it wasn't Raz. Berry. No, no, no. It was... But this is specifically claiming that it's pineapple. Yes. Mm-hmm. An effervescent blast of pineapple flavor per 12-ounce serving. 8% ABV, as you said. Oh, good Lord. We're going to die. 286 calories. 32.8 grams of carbs. Less than 1 gram of protein. 43 milligrams of sodium. But it is a fat-free drink, Michael. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. There's just chunks of butter floating in there. Oh, it's not fat-free. They told us that we could grab Night by the Berries if we would have gotten the Blackberry one. But for the pineapple, it says tonight is ripe for the taking, which I I don't like this. Mm. This is bad flavor text. Yeah. Oh, ripe for the taking? That's kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> I won't expound on that, but... Yeah, um, yeah. No, we get it. We know. Malt flavor... Oh, excuse me. Malt beverage with natural flavors. Hey, and uh, F, D, and C, yellow number five. Oh, Jesus. So maybe oh, the same stuff that's in Mountain Dew. I don't know. <clears throat> well, Mazel Tov. Uh, Michael, what kind of glass are you using? I'm not using a glass. If ever there was a beer, air quotes, beer, malt beverage. It, oh, Jesus. It looks exactly what you think it looks like. Electric yellow. It looks like This looks yeah. like Mountain Dew with a head okay. on it. Like legitimately exactly like Mountain Dew. You know, okay, the smell? It smells pineapple-y. It does actually smell pineapple-y. 
It's there's something weird about this though. I can't it, put my Yeah. It's something off, but it smells like legit fruit, not like Yeah, there's like a front street of pineapple, but behind that alley, you know, something is Cuz we've done multiple steel reserves already. This is the third steel reserve. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, bottoms up, I guess. All right. Yeah, you go in. Oh, well, you go in, I will say, because we probably might not have much to say about this, I've prepared pineapple facts, and I have five of them. One of them is fictitious, so, <laughs> Jeremy, you can pick them out, um, but what do you think, Jeremy? It's not terrible. Could be worse. It could be way worse. This This is actually, I suspect by the time we get to the south end of the levee, this is going to be insipid because it's, like, warm and, like, just just warm and stank, I believe is the proper term. Mm-hmm. But right now, at its coldest, it's not bad at all. No, they, uh, it's, like, the front of it is very sugary, almost like a pineapple soda. Mm-hmm. And the back end, again, you get that, that rotten kind of taste. I'm not getting that right now. But. Yeah, but it's not nearly as bad as uh, it was with Blue Raz and like with like Four Locals, Four Local, Four <laughs> Locos that I, I like had. that band Four Local H, <laughs> Four Local H uh, that I've had in the past, where it's just like overpowering back of the tongue, feels like a necromancer's raising corpses on the back of your tongue. This this is not that bad, not that bad, no. So I mean, it tastes like pineapple, right? Like I. I'm almost tempted to believe that there's actually natural flavorings in it because I just grilled some pineapple the other day. I just had some too, yeah. And I drank the juice out of the can. Mm-hmm. And it kind of tastes like that. Granted, it is more sugary than a pineapple is. Very, yes. As yeah. we've established, it's very, very sweet. And I can feel it starting to like sprout up on my tongue, even though I'm only on my like third sip of this thing. Mm-hmm. But... um. Costa Rica produces the most pineapples <laughs> at 3.1 million tons. That's a lot of pineapple. Um, I think the the flavor of the pineapple kind of blends in like with that aftertaste. Mm-hmm. And as it it does say natural flavors on here, so I think that might help too. I'm I'm guessing blue raz was not natural flavors. But I could be wrong. About I believe that too. it said on the website. It said something about is like electric blueberry, ra- blue raspberries with a hint of lemon. Oh yeah, that's right. Electric blue raspberries. Don't touch them. Yeah, you might torture <laughs> you might yourself. Get shocked. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay, so Costa Rica makes the most pineapples at 3.1 million tons. Michael, is this going to be one of those things where it's like, no, it was 3.18 million tons? No, 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 no. Okay, okay, good. You can wait till the end and pick out which one. Just trying to keep them fresh in my mind. Which one do which one of these do we think would be the worst? BLK berry, hard okay. pineapple, spiked blue raz, spiked tropic storm, oh. spiked watermelon, Ooh, or gosh. spiked punch. Punch is cherry, orange, and strawberry flavors mixed to get the night started. Um, I was gonna say the tropical one, but then you said watermelon. Watermelon is inherently the worst. The Tropic Storm one says tropical and citrus flavors blend together for the bold sweet and sour taste. Nope, sorry. Sweet and sour automatically gets rid of this oh. thing. It loses. In honest to goodness, <laughs> um, turns into a nun there. Uh, um, I would rather have the Tropic Storm than the watermelon. Um, I don't know why the nun sounded like that in my mind. <laughs> I think this one 
Could be the best of all of those. This or the blackberry because the black yeah. mm-hmm. blackberry. <laughs> you know they can't say blackberry because there's no blackberries in mm. there. That's why it's a raz. Uh, pineapple fact too. Uh, if it has sufficient bromulin content, bromulane content, raw pineapple juice may be useful as a meat marinade and tenderizer. I believe that. Yes, bromulane is a mixture of proteolytic enzymes. I, I mean, most citrus or citrus adjacent juices you can probably marinate a meat in. It'll be great. Is that why you put it on ham? Classically, I mean, not you personally. But. I mean, you can, yeah. It, it also, ham goes well with the sugary glaze. Hmm. So first two, I'm, you know, tempted to believe. Is this getting any easier to drink or any harder to drink for you, Michael? Um, let me take another sip here. I think it's technically a rip when we're having one of these things. <laughs> it's probably harder. Not harder than the right word. It's just getting too sweet. I'm getting, I'm definitely getting that. Oh boy, there it is. Like, you know how, like, with high IBU beers, like, the back of the tongue kind of yep. gets disconnected? This time, my front of the tongue is yeah. kind of um, checking out. So, I, I've assumed that the best way to have one of these things is to just, like, slug the whole thing. Because, I mean, why else? Like, just real fast, because why else would it be at 8%? Right. So, I I just took a rather large slug of this, and that was a poor choice. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit of that metallic funk, and mm. not in a good way of metallic funk like living color or fishbone. That we just threw whatever the cheapest fermentable was mm-hmm. into here kind of yeah. funk. So I wonder what someone who doesn't drink a ton would think of one of these, because I also suspect that is who this is for, because it's not quite a wine cooler, but it's also right. not quite a beer. But the high ABV... Kind of throws that a little bit, but this okay. One thing I will give it is this does not taste eight percent at all. That's true too. This, this does not taste like it has any alcohol in it whatsoever. Um, yeah, that's a good point. I think the blue raz with that aftertaste it had, it was like okay, something's not right here. Mm-hmm. But this one, the pineapple is covering it up really well. Like if we, well, here let me do another fact, then I'll mm-hmm. have a question for you. <laughs> the word pineapple in English was first recorded to describe the reproductive organs of conifer trees. Those are now called pine cones. Yes. When European explorers encountered this tropical fruit in the Americas, they called them pineapples because of their resemblance to pine cones. This was in 1664. That seems way too... uh... Verbose to be wrong. Do you know the answer to that? I'm assuming you do. What? Which one's wrong? Yes. Yes. You're going to get mad, Jeremy. I'm sure I will. Because it's pretty obvious. That's okay. Anyway, the question is, if I somehow was able to relabel this, rebottle it, and throw the word Mike's Hard Pineapple Aid <laughs> or something, would you find it, would you be like, oh, yeah, you know, because you, you have a Mike's, it's a little more classy, a little more socially acceptable than... Is it, though? I feel like, you know, this is... To me, I associate this more with malt liquor, whereas Mike's is like backyard barbecue like to me this is like hey i scrapped all the change i could and i'm gonna buy two of these at the gas station which is what i did Um, (laughs) yeah and i had a fever that day too oh really i looked really messed up (laughs) (laughs) so i'd like to point out that michael's had this sitting in his uh, fridge like a derelict since the last time we had this since october right because that was tomb bomb death that was 
Halloween special. Oh, God. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. I don't remember them very well. So I just feel like if you had a Mike's Hard Lemonade, it's, you know, that's, it's a, it's more common at least, more, maybe more acceptable. So the question still stands. Would you be like, whoa, this is, this is a little off for a, a Mike's, and they're pretty clean too, I guess. Clean in what sense? Lower ABV and essentially tastes like a lemonade, a fizzy lemonade. I don't know, man. If you called it Mike's Blue Raspberry, like this is like tastes like garbage. Prized that Mike's would stoop so low. I don't know why I'm like putting Mike's on a pedestal here, but I don't know. Because it's your name. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, I'm just trying to put this in a different light. Which... So, when was the last time you had a Mike's Hard Whatever? Oh, God, I'm sure you've had one a decade ago. <laughs> I mean, it's probably been about. Wow, they have a lot of flavors. Mike's Hard Mango, Mike's Hard Strawberry Lemonade, Black Cherry Lemonade, Pineapple Mandarin Lemonade, OG Lemonade, Tangerine Lemonade, Cranberry Lemonade. Mike's Harder Lemonade. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's like their beefier, higher ABV version. Mike's Margarita Classic, Mike's Light Hard Lemonade. Uh, Mike, you're out of control. Yeah, I blame him. I'm just pretending. Yeah, I'm, Mike's Hard made Hard Peach this. Lemonade, that actually sounds not... But I, I distinctly remember the last time I had one of these, just thinking it was god awful, and just and like maybe it was. grinding on the back of my tongue like a meat press or something. A Mike's. But, oh yeah, like so. You, th- this is Mike'sable. This is better than a Mike's. In my really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Your memory of that is probably more clear than mine. I, um, I mean, it's probably not. But, <laughs> but uh, um, if you're going to have something with the steel reserve logo on it like okay here's the question michael okay okay do you go for the steel reserve or do you go for steel reserve pineapple honest to goodness you know i had a decent amount of this drink maybe half Mm -hmm. i'm about a little over half yeah and maybe a sacrilege on a beer podcast i don't think it is because is i would choose the pineapple me too because steel reserve is it's bad, man. It's bad, and yeah. We even had different versions of it, and we both had equally bad takes <laughs> <Right>. on it. <laughs> Dysphoric reactions, or whatever you want to say. Um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a that's a good way to put it. Dysphoric. <laughs> right. So, like, yeah, I mean, so this it's gonna rate higher than Steel Reserve for me. Oh, okay. So now that. Okay, we kind of have to judge this on a sliding scale. And I, that's a little bit of that, too. It's easier to drink. It's, it's a lot it easier to drink. It tastes better. certainly tastes better. Hmm. The pineapple is a herbaceous perennial, <laughs> which grows 1 to 1. 1.5 meters tall, although sometimes it can be taller. They grow in bushes, right? I think so, based on the pictures I looked at. Okay. Do you want to do the last fact right now? Yeah, let's Just go get for out it. of the way. Uh, I, I, why do I feel like the last one is going to be the? <laughs> do it. Just, just say it. Actor Chris Pine. His real name was Chris Pineapple, but when he got into the acting business, he shortened it, so he would be more swarthy amongst the acting community. <sighs> I'm not going to dignify this with a response. And those are your pineapple facts? Yeah, yeah. But I will say, uh, Michael, what's your favorite Chris Pine movie? Oh, I'm glad I looked him up. Okay, good. I thought he was Captain America, which you already had corrected me in the past about. I have. 
I guess I'll say that the Star Trek one with the with Spock in it and the the red ooze. Was that the first one? I think that's the, the second one. The fir- uh, I, I only saw the first two, but I don't remember them terribly well. I'm sure he's in more critically acclaimed movies, but I probably haven't seen them. Or is he? I know. Oh, no, he is. He's in uh, Wonder Woman. Oh, I kind of want to see that. You should see it. It's good. And I say that as someone who is, like, I was at the peak of my superhero fatigue when I was dragged to see that movie. But it is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what you should watch ahead of that is the Oscar-nominated Hell or High Water Oh, yes, you were lauding that during mm-hmm. Jeremy's Oscar picks. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, that was two, three years ago? I don't remember. I think it was two, two Oscars ago. But it's excellent. He is excellent in it. Michael, I'm at the bottom three inches of this in my Imperial pint glass, and it's not really wearing on me. No, I'm it's surprised, not, too. This is not bad. Like, this is shocking. Like, normally when we do these, it's a ma- it's one of those. How low will we go? Right. Now, let's get into the ratings. Mm-hmm. I will say, would I rather have had a beer? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Uh, would I rather have had a Steel Reserve? No, as we discussed. Or Ooh. some other malt liquor, some ice beer, or Jaguar ice, or, you know. No. I think I would have rather had this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we had Milwaukee's Beast ice and... Oh, Jesus, we did, didn't we? Yeah, in Steve's basement, I think. So, who should rate it first? Well, I think we need to decide first if we're going to do this on a sliding scale. It, let's say we rate it a three. This is what I say, Jeremy. Try not to get too scientific about it. I know that's what we want to do. Just try to rate with your heart. You know, you can factor in the all the other beers you've had. You can deny that. You just kind of have to live in the moment and... and Call it there, and if a little voice is saying, "This isn't as good as Firestone Walker Hazy," I got to bring it down. Another voice is saying, "It's way better than this." You just have to kind of like bring that all together and mush it. And here, I'll rate it to help you do that. So, Michael, how about you go in for a uh, sip of judgment if you have any left? Okay. And while you do that, I'm going to read some untapped uh, comments about this beer. Oh yeah, that's okay. Good call. Yeah. So Megan L says, "Tastes like college." Two point five stars. Alex L says for two fifty, I'm okay with it. Three stars. He paid two fifty. He should have done the two for one deal. Yeah, I'm sure he should have. <laughs> uh, Robert V, talk S all you want, but this is a good fruity drink. Three point five stars. He didn't write S. No, and sure, uh, yeah. the most recent one from two hours ago, Drew G at Santee State Park. It'll get you drunk. Three stars. Okay. I'm bringing up our other ratings for the Steel Reserves, but I'm not going to say them. I'm not looking at them. This is a... I'm going to go... I was fully prepared to rate this 0.5. Mm-hmm. 0.25. I'm going to give it a... Oh, gosh. I'm actually wavering. It's actually making me think. Mm-hmm. 2.25. Maybe I'd rate it a 2, but because it's overcome the hurdle of having Steel Reserve on the can to the point that I have drinking, it's pretty much stayed the same as in it has not gotten worse and like i said i'd rather have a beer but i gotta give some credit where it's due this is not that bad of a drink 2.25 yeah so i would like to point out that i am doing this on a uh, sliding scale before i say this because i've decided on this okay i'm giving this three okay just because it has uh it's not ground on me I could see myself having this again and not, you know, like 
not in a uh, like grimy bar where I'm like hidden away from the world. I feel like I could drink this without any shame. The color is disconcerting. It, yeah. But, because I mean, this is like straight, uh, like legit Mountain Dew. I can't emphasize that enough. This is, it's it's not bad. And I think the fact that my expectations were below the basement is helping that. But it's, yeah, not, I think it's, it's not bad. And I mean, like, how often do you have something with pineapple in it? Mm-hmm. And it's not bad tasting pineapple oh, either. No, That's no, the thing. No, no. <sighs> is I mean I, like I feel like pineapple is one of the easier flavors to like make a flavoring of. Right, yeah. Like strawberries never really taste like strawberries, cherries never really taste like cherries, and so on and so forth. But this is just it's not bad. It's so not bad that I would consider having this again. Mm-hmm. It would pass the reach test. Yeah, if it's in a cooler full if of was, other... If it was in a cooler full of these, or like the other Seal Reserve... N- Natter Days or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm, I'm as shocked as you are. Yes. Maybe, um, maybe maybe the difference in our scores is because yours has had a best buy date of like five months ago. You know, that's true too, and I'm kind of surprised that... I'm surprised it has a... <laughs> a date at all. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so the other steel reserves, actually, I think they were both rated the same, both the OG steel reserve and the blue Raz. I gave a 0.5 and you gave a 1.5. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were lambasting this before we started, but, um, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Yeah. It's, it's serviceable. Maybe that's the word for it. It's a serviceable. The sweetness is really uh, starting to grind on me. I'm like, I've got one drink left, and I'm like, okay, I'm glad this is done. That's probably the worst part. Yeah. But if it wasn't there, there might be worser parts. Yes, worser that creep up. But um, mm-hmm. but in any case, it's another one down the gullet. A right? shocking one down the gullet. Maybe we'll put the challenge out there. If you want to try a Steel Reserve Hard Pineapple and let us know what you think, get in touch. You can do so in a variety of ways on Twitter and Facebook, APMPod there. Email us directly, APMPod at gmail.com. Or, you know, get in touch on Untapped, where host Emeritus Mike keeps up with all of our ratings there. Thank you, Mike. And your lemonade apparently doesn't taste very good, your hard lemonade. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. I'm I'm bamboozled, so yeah, we'll yeah. close it out. Um, <laughs> For Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I've been Jeremy. And this has been American Pale Males. Cheers. Cheers. I really am shocked.